Welcome to the Fabulously Keto podcast aimed at improving health, vitality and quality of life. Eating real food in a ketogenic lifestyle. I'm Jackie Fletcher and I'm based in the UK. And I'm Louise Reynolds, an Aussie currently based in Bangkok, Thailand. Each week we will be bringing you guests who share their stories and discuss a range of topics which we hope will improve your health and well-being. Many of the guests, like us, came to Keto for Weight Loss and have stayed for their well-being, numerous health benefits and because they are living their best lives. We hope you will be inspired to incorporate these ideas into your own health journey so that you can feel better than you ever have before. Thinking about starting keto? Take a listen to episode number two, What is Keto and How to Start? Welcome to the Fabulously Keto Podcast. This is episode 40. And today we have a international guest, uh, Charlie Bales. He approached us to come on the show and share a little bit about his journey as well as being another food producer. So, but this is a different type of food. He is a manufacturer producer of collagen supplements. Jackie, have you taken collagen before? Yes, uh, quite a few times actually, and I was never sure of the benefits, but I, I kept going back to it. So Charlie was really good actually because he, we we can't get his product here, so he looked on Amazon for me and found me a one that's available in the UK <laughs> that I could buy. So I've started taking it again. That's really good, and we so often know about the macronutrients, but being able to focus on perhaps those elements that come along with our macros and also our micronutrients, so it gives us perhaps a fuller picture of being able to prioritise our nutrition again. So Jackie, just tell us a bit more about Charlie. Yeah, and before I do, how about you? Are you taking any collagen? I have in the past. Uh, while I was in the UK, I tried a particular brand, a chocolate, one which was seen on some of the Facebook groups. And yeah, it sort of maybe it wasn't the right one for me at that particular time. Yeah. Okay, so Charlie Bells is the CEO and founder of CB Supplements, a company specializing in helping people thrive with multi-collagen protein products. As a collagen expert, he often talks about its nutrition benefit on different podcasts, including B2B growth, to help people solve various health issues from joint recovery and productivity to even better sleeping at night. He's also a husband, a dad of three, a crossfitter and a health nut, obviously. He loves meeting new people and having meaningful conversations. His main goal is to inspire others to act to help themselves. He can bring value to any audience that's interested in health and biohacking topics, entrepreneurship and in general living a higher quality life. Charlie is also a fourth generation family member and a top executive in a nine figure family owned business. Great. Let's hear from Charlie. Welcome, Charlie, to the Fabulously Keto podcast. It's fabulous to have you with us today. Thanks, Jackie. Thanks, Louise. It's a pleasure to be here. And we always start by asking, where in the world are you? You've got a real southern drawl there. Yes, yes. Uh, that, that probably gives it away a little bit. I'm in uh, sunny Orlando, Florida, where it is summer 10 and a half months a year. 
And uh, well, I'm actually one of those weird Floridians that likes 100 degree weather. I'd much prefer to be 100 than like 40. I, I don't know what to do. I mean, when, when it gets 60 degrees, I, I think it's freezing. So I'm the very stereotypical Floridian. <laughs> yeah, What's I the humidity that. like there, though? It's, uh, it's quite humid too, isn't it? Oh yeah, you you walk outside and it's just it's just damp, it's just wet. But like you know, it's the the good thing about it is you don't have to warm up as much when you're you know doing a sport outside or you're going to the gym because your body's already loose because it is so hot. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, actually, I lived uh, for a period of time in Tenerife and they have a similar all year round temperature, um, probably mid twenties, which uh, I don't know what that is in American. Anyway. It's warm, nice and warm, yeah. Um, and I, I would miss the rain. It rained twice in the 18 months that I was there. One day I bent down, came up again, and the rain had stopped. And another day I was going outside and they said, don't go out, it's raining. And I said, yes, that's why I'm going out. <laughs> you'll you'll definitely get some rainfall in Florida. And it's uh, it'll be raining in the front yard and like nasty. And then it'll be sunny and beautiful in the backyard. Welcome to Florida. Yeah. And then in 10 minutes, it's all gone. Yeah, we were there in July, August of 2019, um, both east and west coast. So we got, we saw lots of rain, lots of thunder. But it's interesting being, being here in Bangkok and it's the same sort of thing that there's only like a few degrees between the hundred, you know, like it's either like, yeah, 98 or it's 101. So there's very, very middle, very little variation in, in, hot how hot you are so you're you're either hot hot or you're just hot hot and wet so yeah i get that but anyway what brings us here to the podcast today charlie is your story so we would like to know how you got started on this low carb keto journey and in particular who was your one thing or your one person that that really helped you you know become alive with with low carb keto yeah, I um, it's it's uh, it's actually my buddy Kent Mathis is his name, um, and he was a professional baseball player for a number of years, and um, he's uh, I'm, I'm two days older than him, um, so we we've known each other pretty much our whole lives, and while he was uh, playing baseball professionally and just trying to understand the diet and athletic connection. Um, he had a food sensitivity test done. And of course, gluten came back as one of them. And um, he started to cut it out. And at that point, this was uh, January of 2015. So at that point, um, I, 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 don't, I don't even know if I knew what gluten was. Um, I certainly hadn't heard the term gluten free. Um, and so he did it. And I'm like, well, I, I like doing stuff like, like this. I, I consider myself a health nut. So let's dive in. I'll do it with you. And almost immediately, um, I lost like 15 pounds and then gained 10 pounds of muscle in, in like maybe two months. Um, so at that point, that really had me questioning what in the world is going on? Like I had no clue that food was so powerful. I wish I would have known this when I was playing sports, but I digress. Um, so, you know, Kent, I, I don't know if I've, I've, I've ever given him the credit publicly like this, especially because he's, he's just a buddy. He's not a doctor. He's not this or that. He's just one of my dear friends that was trying to get better at his profession that really started this journey for me. Um, and then at that time, too, 
I had started having a family with, uh, with my wife. We had had a, uh, our, our daughter Vivian was maybe two and a half at that point, And our son Finn was six months old. So, you know, your, your perspective on health completely changes once you start having kids and you're looking after their health as, in addition to your, to your own. Um, and we were having our own health issues, which I'm sure we're going to talk about. So the idea of starting the, the process of health by going gluten-free um, was, was the first domino that just set everything off. Um, and then that really um, turned into the, the low-carb keto uh, as, as the progression kept going. But it started with Kent and going gluten-free. And Vivian was your inspiration for actually making massive changes, wasn't it? Yes, correct. Um, so she was two and a half at this point. And um, when she was between one and two, was just a really rough start for Leanne and I with starting our family. Uh, Vivian would get sick a lot. And, you know, I'll, when, when I would tell any new parent out there, when you have children, they're going to get sick. It just kind of is what it is. It's how our immune systems work. However, if you're getting sick once a month, and you're, you're being taken down for a week, and really it's impacting Leanne and I too, that's not normal. And we, we just, we kept going to the doctor. It was our first kid. We had no idea what we were doing. We're young and we're insecure about parenting. We have, honestly, we have no clue. Um, I'm sure a lot of parents can identify with that. You just want to protect your kid. So you go to the doctor, the doctor says, oh, here's a steroid, take this. Here's an inhaler, do this, um, take this drug. You do it. And, and you don't, and you just don't really question it because you're like, oh, this person has 40 years experience and has more knowledge than me. Um, I'm going to trust them. But at some point after probably Vivian's fifth emergency room visit uh, with, I mean, she, she was wild. She would fall and break her face. You know, she would, we went to the hospital for respiratory issues and like, I would never wish on anybody um, to have to drive your kid to the emergency room while she's having a respiratory attack. And you're like, hmm, I wonder if she's going to stop breathing at any point. Um, that, that happened. So with us, um, I, I just, Leanne and I kind of said enough and we just started to do our own research. And it was just perfect timing that my buddy Kent had this test done. Well, what the heck is food sensitivity test and, and why is it important? And it just started to mold everything together. Um, and we had two kids at that point. So, you know, Finn, who's the, who's the middle one, got the benefit earlier in his life uh, than, than Vivian did with some of these massive changes. Because I started doing them on myself because I'm the guinea pig first. And once I started seeing success, our whole house went gluten-free. And then it turned into more emphasis on uh, low-carb, keto, higher-protein intake. So it just, it just spiraled in the good way from there. Mm. There's nothing like family to get you motivated, is there? Nothing. I mean, you're you're a hundred percent correct. Like I said, you just you have a different perspective on health once you start. I mean, once once you have somebody who's smaller than you that that like you helped create, and you're like, oh, this is real responsibility now. <laughs> you have a completely different perspective. So you started out gluten free. Then what were the next changes that came about, and how did how did that happen? Yeah. Um, so gluten-free was first. And then I would say second was just looking at labels and seeing how much sugar is in stuff and seeing all the different words for sugar and that, you know, organic agave nectar sounds sexy and it sounds awesome. It's sugar. <laughs> it's the same thing. Um, and, you know, just, just looking at the labels when it says total sugars and then added sugar. 
Um, because I, I, we can, I'm sure we could go down the rabbit hole of what's the difference between the two. Um, but hopefully, uh, I, I'll just, I'll just leave it at that. We were really looking at added sugar, um, and then just trying to cut it out. And, 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 and in America, that's really hard to do, especially with young kids, because we, every day is a holiday. Every, every day at school, someone's birthday party, there's a cupcake, there's candy. My two, my two least favorite days of the year are Halloween and Valentine's Day. Why? Because we just glorify the candy companies on those two holidays. And who's the, uh, who, who bears the brunt of that? The kids. They eat nothing but sugar all day. And then the parents have to deal with that sugar hangover for three or four days. It's, it's just awful. Um, so that was the next big step is just trying to identify how do we get sugar as much as we can out of the kids' lives? Because it's a lot easier when you're 30 years old as, and as an adult. But when you're a three-year-old and you don't know how to read labels, like it's up to us. So that, that was step two, was just really looking at sugar. Because I think a lot of people go gluten-free. Maybe they have celiac disease or they have an intolerance to wheat, but they still replace that food with a gluten-free product which still has things in that are not necessarily good for us and not very healthy yeah and that that uh we we did that you know you buy the glutino brand because you don't know any better um and and then you buy certain gluten-free things but it's just that the the macros are almost the same it's just the ingredients are a little different and which is great you know cassava flour is a thousand times better than enriched 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 wheat flour like to- totally different and, and cassava is a thousand times better. However, like I would say that step two or three, or once you get further down that is really looking at the macros and, and then, and then you start understanding, well, what's this ketogenic ketosis, higher fat stuff. So that I would say that was probably step three of the process is then is then identifying um, what is the source of, of the carbohydrate and do we need this much carbohydrate? And then you, you know, you listen to a podcast, um, you listen to the fat burning man show with Abel James and he interviews 15 people that mention the word keto. And then you read Mark Sisson's book and then you read Dave Asprey's book and like, what the heck's bulletproof coffee? Um, and then you read Kate Shanahan's book. So like I did all of that and that's, that's where it gets a little blurry as to what step two, step three, step four, how do we get here? But again, once you hit that first domino and then you start researching what's all out there and what these doctors have written about, and then you start hearing the word keto, keto, low carb over and over again. And you think there's got to be something there. Yeah. So all the while you're making these changes, how did that go with the family, especially as you said about the children, because that would mean giving up Captain Crunch or your skippy, jiffy, you know, peanut butter because that has sugar in it. So all those things that are staples in your cupboard, um, Reese's Pieces, all those delicious things that I, you know, associate with being in America. How did that go? Yeah, it, um, slow and hard. Um, it, uh, it's not easy. But, but even our, our pantry and our refrigerator, it was full of foods that you would look at and be like, oh, this is healthy. Like we didn't buy Captain Crunch or we didn't buy some of those just brand names that like, we know fruit loops, there's no fruit, it's wheat, sugar and vegetable oil. And I'll talk about vegetable oil at some point. But like, we didn't buy that, you know, you buy the, 
honey nut Cheerios because it says it's heart healthy. Well, it's the same thing. <laughs> once you once you start looking at it, and you know, if you buy the gluten free um, and organic um, goldfish, it's the same thing. So that was the first realization: is that like, no, 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 we're we're not feeding our kids crap. Like we're we've got better things. Now, upon further research and further looking at all of the labels, everything our, in our pantry was just absolute crap, um, even though it said healthy on the front, which is hard because, you know, it, it, America, it's the land of advertising. If not, the world is a land of advertising now. Um, so you really can't trust what's on the front. You have, have to look at the back. And if you're not educated on what you're looking for, you're not going to see it. You're going to miss it. Um, so, again, to answer your question, it happened slowly. You know, it was it was eliminating the cereal and then replacing it with something else. And then it was eliminating the snack and replacing it with something else. Um, and, and you kind of do one or two at a time. Like we did not do the throw the entire pantry out, go buy all new food and let's go. Because I think if we did this when our kids, we have three kids now and they're eight, six and two, um, or they're almost those ages, they're all summer birthdays. But if, if we did it now with an eight and a six and a two year old um, and maybe a couple of years from now, I think it'd be easier to just throw everything away and start over. But when you're dealing with a angry three year old and, um, you know, Finn, our one year old was fine. He didn't know any better, but it's really Vivian, that two and a half, three year old age. It's very, very sensitive. Um, and also you, you get you get looked at by other parents that like you're not going to give your kids goldfish. Um, you just get looked at with such disdain. So you have to deal with that too. You're kind of getting it from both sides. Your kid's mad at you because you're taking away their favorite food. Their friends don't understand because they get to eat it. And then the other parents think that you're a bad parent because you're not giving your kid what they want. When really you're just playing the long-term game. You're trying to help your kid's health. And Vivian's health started turning around. She stopped getting sick as much. Um, and, and it's funny, we would even tell people this. It's like her, her behavior is much better. Um, some people might not see that because they're not around her every day like Leanne and I are. Um, but over time, it just it kept getting better. It kept getting better. She was getting sick once every three or four months, not once every month. And then she didn't get sick for a whole year You know, her, her, when she was four, that, that year of preschool. She, never, she got sick one time at the end of the year in May. So it's like, clearly. Clearly what we're doing, this isn't just her growing out of it. Like I'm, I'm don't, don't, don't give me that excuse. Oh, she's getting older. It, it doesn't work like that. I don't think at least. And um, so once we started seeing a lot of that success, the question stopped, uh, but also we just got used to it and we just stopped caring what, what, what people are going to say. And they, they can't believe you're not going to let your kid gorge candy on Halloween. No, you can have one piece and that's about it. But now at Vivian's age, she doesn't even want it. So we've, we're, we're kind of reaping the benefits as, to, as they've gotten older, that the kids are super healthy. They don't have these sweet attacks. And really, the, the food companies have gotten better. There's a lot better brands out there that have less crap in them and that are actually good on the macronutrient side that have higher fat and just better everything. So I think that was probably a really long answer to your simple questions. <laughs> I can imagine her going door knocking on Halloween and going, no, I don't want candy. Give me some cheese, man. Or, you know, give me a salami stick, you know, pepperoni stick. No, I don't want any of that candy. Yeah, take it back. So, um, yeah, that, that would be interesting. And I think, you know, as you've said, quantitatively, you were able to measure that, you know, her health improvement. So that 
in itself is reinforcement for the for the choices that you not only made like you said for that little person that you're responsible for but for the entire family that you know as a family and that must have been a great support for you that you and Leanne were doing this for the for the children yeah if you don't have a supportive household there this is going to be a a much harder uphill battle and you know, having a having a supportive wife is is really a, a cheat code. I and mean, I say that as a husband. So having a supportive spouse, we'll say, is just really a cheat code to life. You know, having that partner that is on the same page as you and is okay with some of these crazy drastic changes. And like, okay, you read this book by the doctor. All right, fine, let's do it. Let's try it out. Um, Leanne deserves a ton of credit for for the for her part in this. Um, hopefully, she'll listen to this. I'm sure she will. But um, yeah, you're right. Our, our, our house got, it got less stressful. You know, it just, it, it got less tense. Um, and that, that, that didn't happen overnight. So I don't want to paint a false picture for someone listening like, oh, I just need to go gluten-free and then I'll turn keto and then everything's fine. You're, you're ta- I am 34 now. We started this process when I was 28. So we're in, we're in year six or five or one of those. So like, it's not an overnight fix, but if you can do it for a couple of years, I, I would venture to say that the rest of the years to come are going to be that much better. So you noticed the difference with Vivian, but did you notice a difference in yourself? Yes, absolutely. I mean, I, I have my own health journey. Um, I was diagnosed lactose intolerant when I was 10 years old. Um, so I avoided dairy for a good 18 years of my life and really never thought anything about it. Just, okay, can't have cheese and milk and all that. And I just live life. Um, but finally, once, once my buddy Kent had that test done and I, I heard the term food sensitivity, I'm like, oh, well, I'm sensitive because I'm lactose intolerant. What does that even mean? And, and it finally clicked like, you know, 15 years later that I have uh, a sensitivity towards milk sugar. Um, and I, well, what's milk sugar? Oh, that, that's the lactose. So I can have whey protein because I'm not sensitive to that. Well, yeah, it makes sense. I've been having whey my whole life and protein shakes. Well, how is this even possible? So I just started questioning stuff. Um, and then that lactose intolerance, after I read enough books, you know, you read Josh Axe's books, you start getting on PubMed and just looking at these studies and you study what, what exactly is happening inside of your body. I'm like, well, if I'm lactose intolerant, I should be able to eat cheese because there's no sugar in it. It's just fat and protein. So I did. And um, it worked. And I'm like, hmm, this is really weird. Um, Let me go do a quick bone broth cleanse. And then I'm going to slam a glass of milk and see what happens. So I did. I didn't do a a full cleanse. I did about three days of a lot of bone broth and just meat and veggies and just cut everything else out. Um, And at the end of those three days, I went and bought a gallon of milk and just started chugging it. And I was totally fine. So it just it dawned on me, too, that like, I don't think I was ever lactose intolerant. I think I just had a leaky gut and I just had a really bad digestive system um, that I fixed through bone broth cleansing and collagen protein and prioritizing fat and having the right proteins. So, and I did that very quickly. So I actually saw results on myself, similar with going gluten-free, um, but then also curing the quote unquote lactose intolerance, really just a bad digestive system, leaky gut. Um, so that certainly helped push the momentum forward for the changes in the family because we were seeing results with Vivian. I had immediate and dramatic results um, and things were working. 
And did you notice a difference in your temperament? Yes. Um, it's I, I've I've been asked that question, and I would say that it uh, I certainly felt better. Like my, my mood was just better. It was it was a stressful time of my life, um, and it still is because I have we have a, a third kid, just a young baby. I mean, anytime you have young kids, life is just going to be stressful. But I would say that just my everyday mood. It used to be stress and anger and frustration related to how I felt. So it used to be internal. I don't feel that way anymore. Like now it's now it's the external environment that I need to deal with and that I have the energy and ability to deal with because internally I'm totally fine. So I'd say that the stress levels are probably similar, but they're completely different uh, because I'm in more control now because you can control your external environment. That's just your, your choice of how you're going to deal with it. But if you're struggling with yourself and with problems in your health and you don't know why that's going to create a huge, you know, internal struggle, stress, whatever you want to call it. And just a bad mood. Um, I was, I wasn't sleeping as good. Now I sleep like a baby uh, because your body is given the nutrients it it needs to repair itself when you sleep. So I wake up just rejuvenated. Um, So yeah, I, I certainly saw an increase in the mood. I'd say my, I'd say my wife probably would agree with that too. Yeah, she would probably say you're a lot nicer person to live with, and so much so you've had another baby. I know because when we had the two, uh, we were like, "I'm the third. I have two older siblings, and Leanne's the middle, so she's 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 part of three too." We're like, "Oh, do we want a third? And we both kind of looked at each other. Yeah, we do. But 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 like it's it's like you know, okay, we're just gonna hit the reset button, and life's gonna be hard for another three or four years. But let's just do it anyway. Why not? Yeah. And what about Leanne? Did she did she have any experience any changes at all? So she she's actually the healthy one, I'll say, that she never really had many issues um with her health and digestion and all of that, but I would say that her overall health just improved. Um uh, where she just felt better. She her skin, you know, looked better. Everything uh, everything about her just kind of improved that like little bit um that like you really don't even notice it. Um, and, and she's, she's a, she's a super, she's a superhero. So she's always kind of in a good mood and just bubbly and just that type. So I really didn't notice a whole lot, but looking back from where I'm standing now over the six years, absolutely. There's been, I would say a dramatic change in her and in all of us, but going through those six years, I really didn't notice a whole lot because she's, you know, she's, she's pretty darn good the way she is. So what, what inspired you to start a, collagen company um yeah i so all those books that i talked about and um, all the life changes that we were making um and just kind of understanding the uh our second brain the, the the gut and the digestive system i've stumbled upon kate dr kate shanahan which i'm sure your listeners know that name um she's written a couple books her most recent one is the fat burn fix but um the one that was the quote unquote book that changed my life was deep nutrition. And, um, I, I read that one and just my brain exploded. Um, and the, you know, so, so she describes diet in that book as we need four main pillars. I won't go through all of them. I'll just tell you the one that really hit home with me, um, was meat on the bone. And I'm like, well, what meat on the bone? What's, what's the difference? Um, and the collagen that you get from eating meat on the bone, that's the big difference. And um, 
she thinks that collagen should be its own food group. And I agree with her now after the years of study and self, uh, self testing and the hundreds of reviews we have on our website to see what people are doing. Um, so I didn't even know what collagen was before I read her book. I thought it was just what women get injected in their lips and what, you know, helps your hair grow. Um, but little did I know that actually all those injuries I had in college, I tore my hip up, I tore my elbow up. Well, those weren't muscles tearing in half. They were tendons and ligaments and connective tissue breaking down. Well, what do you think all that stuff's made of? It's made of collagen. Hmm. All right. So this collagen stuff is, is pretty important. Well, and if, if we had to guess, what's the small intestine, the small intestinal lining made of? It's made of these little things called villi or villi that are made of collagen. <laughs> so, okay, as I'm starting to figure this out, maybe that's why I fixed my leaky gut because I helped um, the collagen in my small intestine rebuild, regrow, whatever the term you want to use. Um, and then my digestive system could go back to what it was doing which is properly digesting food and giving me the nutrients that I need. So after making that connection and seeing that collagen just, it has a different response to your body than eating muscle meat, just the, those magical peptide chains that are in collagen, uh, they're not found anywhere else in nature. So just figuring all of this out and spending a hundred dollars a month on Dr. Axe's um, multi-collagen protein blend and I was getting my MBA at the time. Um, I'm like, well, you know, just that, that naive uh, spirit of entrepreneurship. I'm just going to do it myself. So we did it. Um, and we're, you know, we're still, we're still a young, small company. We're not profitable. Um, we've, we've got good cash flow, but we're just investing everything. So um, it's that, that started the journey. We got our first batch in April of 2018. I started the business in December of 2019. Um, so just timing for everybody that, you know, starting the company was about the end of year two from my health journey, um, which, which just makes sense. And that, you know, doc, Dr. Kate um, is the catalyst, you know, Kent was a catalyst for starting everything. Dr. Kate was the catalyst for seeing the need in the diet that we all need more collagen and that it's just a different protein than eating a chicken breast. And thank goodness that we don't, you know, when we're eating that sort of lean protein and it's just like not another chicken breast. So obviously we can still have those magical peptides, but it's obviously just in a different form and it has a different function to obviously the other, the other types of proteins. So just for the listeners, you know, you've mentioned where collagen sort of sits in our body sort of structurally, but what are the products that you have yeah. So, um, and I'll also comment um, that we're, we're the supplement company. Our company is called CB Supplements. I guess I probably should have said that in the beginning, but that's a, how bad at marketing I am. Um, but I'll, uh, I, we're, we're the supplement company that I'm going to tell you, don't buy our product. Just go get collagen from food. Um, because if you drink bone broth, if you're cooking chicken breasts that have the bone and the skin and all the goodness of it, you're going to eat some tendons and ligaments and cartilage. Probably if you do that Buy the bone and ribeye, um, you know, go, go eat the octopus leg, like go eat organ meats, eat the cow from nose to tail, eat the whole thing. And then you probably don't need our product. Um, but 
if you're not going to do that, then you definitely need our product. And, and, and we have an unflavored blend that can go in your coffee. Like I'm drinking right now. Uh, we've got the chocolate and the vanilla and the fruity one strawberry lemonade that we're using just stevia um, to sweeten with because we're not going to do anything fake. And we're obviously not going to use sugar because I just demonized it earlier. And, um, you know, stevia is one of those magical things that I would say for 98% of the population is not going to raise your blood sugar. And it's just, it's, it's a sweet indulgence that is kind of amazing. Um, and then uh, we, we're, we're, we might toy with monk fruit in the future as well, but right now we're just stevia because it works. Um, so that's, and, and we also have a pet blend um, that doesn't smell very good because it's made for pets but it's human grade collagen that, that we've uh, I've got a couple partners and they all have dogs. I don't have any dogs cause I have the three kids right now. Our house is too wild as it is. Uh, but I had dogs growing up and dogs are fed just as much slop and crap, if not worse than, than, than humans. And they experience the same problems. So all of the benefits that collagen can give humans, which is just joint, um, support, digestive support and recovery and strengthening. It, yes, it'll help your hair, skin, and nails. I'm sure I'll touch on that in a second, that if you're going hardcore keto, you should probably look to supplement with collagen. It'll probably, it'll, it'll, it'll probably make your hair fall out less. Um, all those things, dogs need it too. And same with cats. So we have that pet blend as well. But that's, that's it. We're, we're the collagen company. We don't have a whey protein. We don't have a multivitamin. We don't sell creatine. We don't do anything. We're just a collagen company that's on a mission to really just educate people on what the heck collagen is, what it does, why you should take it, why it's important. And we have a fabulous website that is more of like a healthline.com. Yes, we're trying to sell you something on our website, but you probably wouldn't get that impression. We've got dozens and dozens of articles and blogs that we've written to just educate people on the things that we care about. And if you don't buy our product and you just go to our site and get some education and then make a life change. Awesome. That that's, that's all we want to do. Our mission is just to make people make the world a healthier place, give back. And uh, um, if that means you just come to our website and tootle around. Awesome. That's why we're here. Email me if you got a question and I'll answer it. Even if you don't buy anything. Um, Cause we're, we're just, we're actually in the healthcare business. We're trying to get, get people healthy as opposed to the opposite. Yes. Sell them something that won't make them healthy. And you've got recipes on your website as well. Yeah. I think we have 49, um, which drives our marketing guy, Eric insane because he's an even guy. He wants 50. I'm like, we'll just write another one. It's not that hard, but um, (laughs) we'll, we'll, we'll probably have a hundred by the end of the year just to give people an idea. I mean, I got somebody emailed me the other, the other day, they said they just took our chocolate heavy whipping cream, threw it in a blender, and it was like chocolate mousse. So what did I do that night? I immediately went home and did the same thing, and it was absolutely delicious. <laughs> uh, so your perfect keto snack, you know, collagen protein and fat from heavy whipping cream. Mm. Sounds delicious, yeah. Yeah, might have to. But unfortunately, you said at this time, I can't get it in Thailand. So you're... Obviously, shipping is just based in the U.S. and Canada, or just the U.S. at the moment. So we're both we're we're in we're in the U.S. We actually offer free shipping um, to anybody in the U.S. If you're in Alaska and Hawaii, you're gonna have to pay for it because that's pretty darn expensive to get it there. But we have people on subscription in both of those two states, 
So it's funny. And it's not crazy expensive. Maybe it's 20 or 30 bucks. When you're buying three bottles, it's fine. Um, and same thing with Canada. We have a couple of people on subscription. We get probably two orders a week from Canada. Um, and if you order three bottles, shipping is only going to be like 40 bucks. So if you if that costs you $140, that's really not that bad um, compared to what you can buy in Canada. Because I, it's it's hard to find a multi-collagen, which our, that's what our product is. I probably should have said that in the beginning of why it's different is that our most products out there are just made from cow skin. That's what bovine means, um, which is not bad. Don't get me wrong. I'd rather people take collagen than not, uh, which is why I even told Miss... Uh, Miss Jackie, who lives in the UK, she's like, hey, how do I get your collagen? I'm like, you can't, but buy this brand. Like that's that's the genuine authenticity of our company that like, I don't care. I just want you to take collagen because I know how good it is for you. It'll completely change your health in in certain ways. So just just take it. But we wanted to have a different product. Um, so we're, a, we're, we're more of a multi-collagen complex. We're using chicken bone broth as an ingredient, which is, is going to have the chicken bones and skin and cartilage and tendons and ligaments and all of that. We're using fish skin and scales and bones as an ingredient. We're using the cow skin, of course, um, but we're also using eggshell membranes, um, which is a, a, another fascinating collagen um, that most people, most people are like, wait, wait, you get collagen from eggshells? Like, yeah, you know, that gooey stuff that you throw away in the garbage can that's on the eggshells, that's what we use. Um, so we're, 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 we have four different animal sources that are giving you five different types of collagen. And there are, uh, I think there's like 28 types. There's, a, I found an article that says there's only 16. Um, I'm going to say there's 28. We actually have a funny article on that on our website you should check out. But um, of those 28, we offer five of them in our product, where most products are only going to offer one or two. Um, so that, that's why we're a little bit more expensive than, than some. But in the multi-collagen world, we're actually very competitively priced because, like I said, we're not trying to take everybody's money and just get rich and famous quickly. We're just trying to improve health. And I think our pricing structure, our marketing structure, our website supports that mission. Um, and I think I... Forgot. Oh, you were asking about Thailand. Um, so yeah, we're we're uh, shipping wise. We can ship anywhere in the world. It's just going to cost money. Um, we've shipped to a couple of countries. They just if you buy a case of product, which is like twelve bottles, you know, it might cost you four or five hundred bucks, and then shipping will be four or five hundred, and we'll split that with you just to get you the product. Just because if you want the product, we want you to have it. But it makes no sense for us to ship to have you know halfway across the world three bottles. Nice. Um, but no, hopefully, it just, just means hopefully they're coming to the U.S. That's what yes. it does. It just means that I have to come to the U.S. Yes, yeah, so you can come to Florida and enjoy the sun, right? Mm. <laughs> but if there if there's anybody listening who lives in these countries that might have to might might happen to work in the importing and distribution world of your country, give me a call. I'd love to talk to you. Yeah, that's what we need. Some distributors that will listen to this and pick it up. So it's interesting that you're saying that you're the most the multi-collagen is really the premise is that more different sources are better as opposed to, as you said, the single source, which is typically the cow skin. So there are additional benefits having chicken, fish and eggshell. And that's obviously the type of that magical, we called it a magical peptide chain. 
So having having a variety of magical peptide chains. Yeah. So each each type um, does something different in your body. So most of our bodies are type one, two, and three. That's uh, that's the most abundant that you're going to see. And um, for for just the simplest of of uh, explanations, type one and three are what what we see with each other the most. It's the hair, skin, nails. Um, I mean, the skin's the biggest organ in your body. That's primarily type one and type three collagen. Type two collagen, though, is in your joints. So that's tendons and ligaments and all the fun stuff. Um, so just a simple difference. You're getting type one and three collagen primarily from beef and fish, and you're getting type two collagen from chicken. And if you only take a beef product, you're not going to get type two. So that I, I don't I don't know if that necessarily means you're not going to get any um, joint support from, from that. Cause I think our bodies are pretty darn smart at what they're doing, but it just, it kind of follows the idea that do you eat just one vegetable? Do you eat just broccoli or do you eat the entire vegetable garden? You eat a yellow pepper and you eat a, an, an orange carrot and you eat a purple potato and a green piece of broccoli. They all give you different vitamins, different minerals. They all serve different purposes. We believe that collagen is the same thing that you eat, you drink the chicken bone broth and you get the type two collagen to help your joints. And then you eat the bovine collagen or the fish bone collagen to give you type three collagen, uh, to give you type three collagen, sorry, that then protects the skin and the bone that are surrounding that joint. So they all play together. Um, and our product offers that. I mean, another crazy one is type, type five collagen. Uh, um, type five collagen is actually what the placenta is made of. Um, and where do you get type five collagen from? Well, you get it from eggshell membranes and, um, and really your, your body can manufacture it. That's, that's the, that's the genius of the, of the body. When, uh, when somebody is pregnant is it just knows how to do that, but you can support it by through proper diet, through proper nutrition or through supplementation with the multi-collagen that has type five in it, like ours, which is, which is crazy when you think about it. So you've got your flavored, um, collagen and you've got the unflavored one have you got anything else in the pipeline i think you mentioned that you did when we were offline yeah we've just got we've got some fun flavors coming up um i think the next one that we're going is like blueberry cake batter which is <laughs> outstanding uh, and you know we're 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 always going to use the right sweeteners like i said stevia monk fruit um and we're going to use the natural flavors so we're just we're trying to trying to be the real company um, and we'll come out with like the gummy candies and stuff like that, that are just kind of delicious. <laughs> um, but what, what, what we're working on right now is getting our flavors um, NSF certified for sport. So what that means is over here in the States, there's a governing body. Uh, NSF stands for the National Sanitation Foundation, that if you want to sell your product to a professional team, you have to have your product certified that is free of 300 plus contaminants, all the heavy metals that your product, what, what you say on the front is actually what is in the product on the back. Um, and we have our unflavored NSF certified for sport right now. We're working on chocolate and vanilla. Um, and it, that's just a long, grueling, expensive, painful process that most supplement companies could care less about because it'll, it'll, it, it takes money from their bottom line and it just takes time. And uh, they just want to put it on the shelf and sell the product and just be done with it. Where we're just different. We're we're trying to we're trying to attack the household, meaning 
that health completely or putting an emphasis on health completely changed the dynamic of my home life with my kids and my family. So what better way to try to do that in the world than get the most prestigious professional athletes taking our product that then the 12 year old goes to their mom and says, Hey, can you buy this for me? Because I saw David Beckham use it, or I saw Dwight Howard, or I saw whoever their favorite person. And then the mom goes and buys it. And now we have just infiltrated the family. And the same thing can happen in that family that happened in my family. That's our ultimate goal is just to improve the health of the kids. And we're doing that through the professional athlete. It's, it's, the, it's the ultimate Trojan horse strategy, you know, for the good. Um, and I should probably stop talking about that so openly on podcasts because someone's going to steal it. But like, that's fine. We're just trying, if, if, if somebody stole our, our message and did the same thing, then they've just done our mission, which is to create a healthier planet through diet and nutrition and an emphasis on that. So take it. Well, it has to be better than Gatorade. Oh, gosh. Oh, oh Gatorade. It's funny. Um, yes. Gatorade is uh, <laughs> something that I drank a lot of in my life. I could imagine. Uh, I could imagine you would you would have been chugging gallons of the stuff as you were, you know, sweating on the on the football fields and that sort of stuff. So, and because it's so ubiquitous as well, like you know, you have that sort of drink and you know to supplement, especially. I mean, if you were obviously doing sports in college, in in um, in Florida, but. You know, yeah, you can understand that it's a replacement. But if you can, as you said, you can align the stars to to the children see their hero, you know, chugging chugging your your product, then that will be all the better than a Gatorade. Yeah, that you've you've got it. That's our that's our ultimate goal, um, just to bring health to the family, and we're we're gonna do that a couple different ways, and uh, then. The professional athlete, uh, it, it, it makes a lot of sense for in my head and in, and in our team. Um, that, that's what we're trying to do. So hopefully we'll get it one day. So what does a, a general day-to-day meal look like? Well, your eating day look like in your family? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a much higher emphasis on um, animal protein and animal fats. So there's the natural fats. Um, there's, yes, we, we do cook some vegetables in our family. And most of the time, the vegetable is just a transportation mechanism for the butter and salt and pepper, um, which is great. I love broccoli that is doused in butter and salt and pepper. It's it's delicious. Um, but a lot of nights it's hard to cook that with three kids running around in the house. Um, so it's, uh, it's, there's a lot of dairy. Our two sons hammer milk and Vivian does too. It's funny. She, we cut dairy out of her diet a couple years ago, just to try to figure things out. And then after we fixed her, her gut, we could put it back in. Um, so there's a lot of milk, a lot of cheese, whole milk rather, and, and a lot of hard cheeses. Um, and, you know, we've found some of those lower carb carbs, I'll call it, um, that I don't eat a ton of them. My wife really doesn't either, but it's, it's, it's very difficult to have a seven and a half year old who is forced to have snack time at school, um, be hundred percent keto. Uh, it's, it's easier to be lower carb. Um, but there's, there's a lot of great brands. There's a lot of companies like ours. that are just trying to do the right thing. Yes. They're for profit, but they're just trying to, they're just trying to help. 
Uh, they're, they actually have a mission statement that, that they abide to. So, I mean, my plate, just to give your listeners an idea, um, I, I really, I don't eat breakfast. Uh, breakfast is usually just coffee and uh, might have some collagen in it. It might not if I want to um, have a different type of fast. We've got a long article on our website about whether or not collagen breaks a fast uh, that I would tell people to check out because I'm sure people are thinking, whoa, you put collagen in your coffee, it's going to break your fast. Depends on who you ask. Um, so I, I, but I don't eat breakfast because I'm a strict intermittent faster. No, I'm just not hungry. You know, when, when you're following a higher fat diet uh, that puts an emphasis on the right kind of protein as well, you don't have to eat every four hours. You're just not hungry. You're just genuinely like you just wake up and you have energy and it's great. Um, so lunch is, is usually very meat based, um, fatty meats. There's a lot of red meat in my diet. Um, so people think I'm going to die of a heart attack. I just kind of laugh at that. Um, because I get to eat red meat and they're eating a boneless, skinless chicken breast with ranch dressing on the side that's made from soybean oil. But I, you know, can't, can't go too far to tell them that you're destroying your chicken salad with a vegetable oil, but I digress. So it's, it's, it's probably 70 to 80% animal based. And then the other 20% is um, the typical keto foods, um, animal fats. And yes, there are some, some keto ice creams and stuff in our freezer because they're just so dang good. And I like them and they're, it's funny. Like I've, we'll, we'll be feeding our kids, um, you know, like bacon and some gluten-free macaroni that, that was homemade and um, maybe like a homemade cheesecake for dinner, which is just, you know, cream cheese, butter and stevia. And that's it. And then afterwards, like, Hey, can we have some ice cream? And somebody's over and you're like, you're going to give your kids ice cream on a Tuesday. Yeah. I'll give them the whole pint because it's keto because it's, 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 it's really good ice cream that now is using stevia and monk fruit and erythritol things that aren't bad for you. It's funny to see people's reaction um, that you give, Vivian a bowl of ice cream and they're like, how is she so healthy? Do your homework and then you'll understand why. Um, but also mm-hmm. there's a ton of eggs in our house. I mean, we're going through 50 eggs a week probably. Um, so yeah, it's very, it's, it's very animal based. Yeah. So you said that I, I'm interested to know now without going to read the blog and I'm sure some of our listeners will, does collagen break fast? So, and then the, and then my other question, which you might tap into as well is, is there a good time to take it or is there a good time to not take it? So I'll address that that question first. No, take it whenever. Um, it's, it's not, it's not like, oh, you've got to get protein in 30 minutes to an hour after your workout to help repair muscles. Collagen doesn't do that. Your muscles are only like one to maybe 10% collagen. Everything else is, is not collagen. It's muscle protein. Collagen helps everything else. It helps your tendons and ligaments that connect everything. It helps your skin. It helps your bones, just that entire joint structure. So take it whenever, um, take it first thing in the morning, take it at night, take four scoops at night and go to sleep. It doesn't really matter. Um, just take it. I'd, I'd rather somebody take collagen than not, or drink bone broth or eat a bone and ribeye four times a week or eat a lot of eggs. So that, that'll answer your first question. And then the second question, does collagen break a fast? Yes, but it's complicated. Um, that's the title of our article. And actually the way that we'll write an article, because that, that article is like 3000 words. I mean, it took us months to compile. 
Um, and there's so much data and, and scientific literature in it. Um, but we'll answer the question right up top. It's like, hey, if you just want to read it, like, yes, it does. But what does that really mean? Because it's complicated. Because if you ask, you know, Jason Fung, who's uh, the intermittent fasting pro, um, he's going to say maybe. If you ask Ted Nyman um, in the States, who's a, who's bit, he has his own diet, the PE diet, um, where carbs and fat are energy and you put protein first, he's going to say no. Um, if you ask uh, some of the nutritionists in the States that are pretty high powered, all of them are going to say, yes, it does. And if you ask Kate Shanahan, she's just going to be like, well, what's your goal with fasting? So if the goal of fasting is to lose weight and just decrease the amount of calories you're eating, no, collagen doesn't break a fast because it's a meal replacement. Um, if your goal of fasting is to get to um, cellular autophagy, where your immune system is literally eating the bad stuff because it has nothing else to do. There's no food in your stomach, so it can go fix stuff. Um, there's not a lot of evidence out there that autophagy only happens when you're on water and black coffee for 24 hours. We honestly have no clue. And we link to a lot of these uh, these studies that they've, they've seen autophagy happen in 12 hours. They've seen it happen in 48. We don't really know. So if your goal is that, our answer is maybe, you know, you just, you, you, nobody knows your body better than you. And if you're seeing the results you want, which is you're, you're at a very good weight, you feel good, your body doesn't hurt. Um, all of your blood work numbers are coming back where they're supposed to be, which that's a whole nother conversation about cholesterol. But um, I'll just say my cholesterol is like 210 and I'm fine with it. Um, if all of that is working, then who cares? Like, you don't have to be that strict that like, oh my gosh, I'm putting 30 grams of protein, which Ted Nyman would say, that's not even energy. It's, it's, it's a totally different thing. So again, he would say, no, uh, it doesn't break a fast, but like, if this is why it's such a hard question to answer and it's taking me like minutes to explain stuff because we, we wrote a 3000 word article and we still didn't even answer the question. I mean, the answer is Yes. But what does that mean? Um, and we, we say all, we link to everything I just said in the, um, in the article. There's a 20-minute video of Ted Nyman talking that I've probably watched 15 times. It's just so good. And it really makes you question, like, what are we even talking about? Because, like, the guy's right. Just you put collagen in your coffee because then you're not going to eat crap. You're going to feel good. You're giving your body some joint lubing material. And then go eat some meat later in the day and you're good. Mm. But you're absolutely right because it really depends on how you low carb keto, doesn't it? Really, and as you said, you know, Dr. Kate said, "Well, what's your goal?" So, how you do keto is very different to how I do keto, which is very different to to Jackie's keto. So it's all very, you know, personalized. But at the end of the day, as you said, it doesn't matter how the collagen comes; you can have it on the on the bone in ribeye, which you know, which would be really delicious. Or, you know, if for the convenience, you know, there's there's these products that, that make life um, simple for you. And it really is, I suppose, as you picked up, you know, between Jason Fung and Ted Naiman, you know, there's obviously, it depends. It's all a spectrum. So it really gets back to personalizing your, your low-carb keto journey. To yeah. Totally correct that I just, if, if people, if people are asking that question, Hey, does collagen break a fast? 
I don't care. I'll tell I'll whatever you want me to say, I will say, because just the fact that you're asking that question means that you care about your health and means that we've already won. Like you're prioritizing health over other things where if you want me to say yes, it breaks your fast. I'll say it. If you want me to say no, I'll say it because regardless of the answer, you're probably going to have a positive thing happen in the health of your life because you're prioritizing it. Hmm. Recently, I did a, a long fast and that one was specifically with no supplements. So, well, the only supplements were water, salt and magnesium. Um, but now we're doing a several shorter fasts throughout the week of 36 to 40 hours. And this time, because we're going to be doing it for a longer period of time, I've decided that supplements stay in. So, um, my vitamin C, my vitamin D3, my K2, collagen is all in at the moment. Even if it does break my fast, then I'm happy because I don't want to go. Yeah. for three months without taking my vitamins or just taking them every other day. Yeah, that's uh, uh, probably why you're in great health because you're just you're you're putting health as an important thing in your life. And whether that's through fasting or doing supplements, like if we could just get people to understand what those two things are, we've we've created that domino effect that it's it's a lot easier to push over. So I mean, and I I the whole fasting um, movement. I just love it. Um, and I, again, I don't think there's a, a right or wrong way, because if you look at a, a guy over here in the States, y'all probably know his name, Dominic Diagostino. He's big in the keto world. He's big in the keto supplement world and the beta hydroxybutyrate, um, which is, is a, another super interesting supplement. Holy smokes. We could probably talk about that for an hour by itself. But I mean, that guy is a monster and can go deadlift 600 pounds after not eating for six days. So it's just, uh, it, 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 it fascinates me that like, what, what really are we capable of when it comes to fasting and it comes to health? Because like you said, you're doing a 40 hour fast. Just the thought of that is, is, is kind of terrifying to me. Um, but then I see a guy like Dominic um, do it for six days and then go deadlift what I can't. It's, crazy <laughs> yeah but then you know you don't want the keto police coming after you you know particularly and that's the sort of judgments that we do have we would have seen them in the facebook groups you know that's not keto you're you know that's not fasting you've just broken your fast but you know there's some really great things that we're building in the community about as you said prioritizing health but then if you're not doing keto my way then i'm gonna you know gonna send the, the keto police out and um, yeah, you'll be arrested. Yeah, and that's uh, stuff stuff like that. I, people are going to do it. That's just a it's it's a bell curve. There's going to be people on the far, far end of of both sides. The best my I mean, just my opinion um, is just to ignore that. I mean, the keto police. What what's what's your goal? Because if if someone is doing keto their own way and they're finding health, they're improving their life. If then. If that's not your goal, then we have a bigger problem. Um, you know, like like you said, we all we're all doing keto a different way. So the keto police just needs to calm down, honestly, and just understand that the ultimate goal is health. And there are a lot of different ways to get to that goal. They might have 
there's a lot of similarities between all of the ways. Um, but if somebody wants to be a, I mean, my, my diet is 70 to 80% animals. If somebody wants to be a vegan and be a keto ish vegan, I got no problem with that. Awesome. Just prioritize your health and you'll figure it out. Yeah. So you mentioned a couple of times about seed oils. So I'm going to let you have a rant on seed oils. Oh man. Um, it's, I, I, I think it's probably the number one looking back. It was, it was the fourth or fifth thing that I cut out of the diet, but if it's, if there's one thing I could tell people, just cut out seed oils. Um, and it's, it's, it's almost impossible in today's processed food world um, that these, these seed oils, which there's, uh, Dr. K calls them the hateful eight. You know, there's three C's, there's three S's, and then there's a couple others. And uh, the C's are canola, cottonseed, and um, corn. The S's are sunflower, safflower, and soybean. And then you have uh, grape seed, which a lot of restaurants use, um, and then rice bran, which is another big one in the restaurant world. And that, you know, all these chains carry now and they call fancy and they think they're better. Just use olive and avocado and coconut. My goodness. But those are really expensive. Those three I just named, um, olive, avocado, and coconut. So restaurants aren't going to use them. Processed foods aren't going to use them. Um, the majority of them and what those toxic fats do. And really, I'm, I'm only going to talk about this for another minute because y'all should really get Dr. Kate Shanahan on the show to talk exclusively about this. Um, and she can go into all the science and everything, but super high level, your body is going to use to build and repair cells what you give it. So if you eat a diet that is high in these toxic seed oils and they're, you know, polyunsaturated omega-6 fatty acids, well, guess what your cell membranes of the trillions of cells in your body are going to be made of? It's, it's going to be made of that toxic fat. Well, what, why does that matter? Well, where do you, <laughs> what powers your entire body? It's, it's these cells, you know, it's, it's the creation of ATP, which is the, the currency of energy in our bodies. Your cells are not going to be as good doing them. And in fact, they're, it's, you're, they're going to break down. Um, you know, seed oils are part of the reason why we're seeing these crazy rates of cancer and these crazy rates of cardiovascular disease. Um, they're, they're, they are the bane of, of, of health, um, Gosh, and if you don't, you don't want to take my word for it, go, go get an MD who's a biochemist like Kate Shanahan. Go read about Tucker Goodrich. Um, go read Nina mm -hmm. Teichel's book um, that outlines how seed oils became in our food. How cottonseed oil was used in you know, the engines of ships to replace whale blubber. Yep. And now McDonald's fries their French fries in them. Yay. So it's, it's, it, you know, people need to be educated on that. Um, just take, if you want to just take my word for it, just avoid vegetable oils at all costs. And I think that's all these, all these other uh, things, you know, going gluten-free, decreasing sugar, they're all pieces of the pie. Um, and they're all very yeah. important. I just happen to believe, and it's my opinion that the vegetable oil piece is probably bigger than the other ones. And most of the time, if someone is keto, um, there still might be those vegetable oils in their diet. Um, but vegetable oils, you, they're going to hit you later in life. It's, and, and they're going to hit the, the further generations where somebody can eat gluten, they immediately have a, a, an attack if they're hardcore celiac or 
You know, it's, it's kind of like vegetables are kind of like smoking. Is smoking a cigarette going to kill you tomorrow? No, but could no. it kill you in 40 years or 60 years? Yeah, it will. Same thing with vegetable oils, but it just, it yeah. changes your DNA. And if you're going to have kids and you pass that on to them, that, that sucks. Um, and Dr. Kate's book, Deep Nutrition talks about that process. I won't get too far into it, but uh, that's ho- hopefully that was a good enough rant to at least get people's attention that like, what is this stuff? Maybe I should go read Nina's book. Maybe I should tuck out or check out Tucker and Dr. Kate and just see what in the world this stuff is. And then you turn around the label and it's everywhere. Um, but for the most part, if someone's keto, it's going to be a very small part of your diet because keto puts such an emphasis on animal fats and dairy, which are the right ones and just meat in general. I know that the far right or left or whatever of keto is carnivore there there's not going to be any vegetable oil in a carnivore's diet so we're already if you're if you're going keto you're already halfway there um now you just look at the label and go okay i won't buy that i'll buy this dr chris kenobi talks about um the four things that we need to remove from our diet which is seed oils sugar refined flour and hydrogenated fats and he said if we would eliminate those from our diets 97% 97% of chronic diseases would not exist. I I agree with him. But then there's, well, I, I won't say that. And I'll say it. There's a lot of businesses that would suffer from that. Yeah. And we'd have to pay more for everything. Mm-hmm. So people don't want to do that. But if we're buying quality, you know, whether it's obviously, you know, we talk about the, the grass-fed beef, you know, that, that particular argument or the grass-fed uh, in the in the dairy, so, you know, like the butters and those sorts of things. So that that's obviously a really important point. And when we, when we do that, you know, when you turn the label on your Hellman's, you know, those that delicious egg mayonnaise, and the first ingredient, of course, is... Is going to be canola oil, so it's it's really hard when you know that's you know do you make compromises? But at the end of the day, as you said, I mean Jackie Jackie reminded me the other day that you know it stays in your system for three years, like the seed oils, because you know it gets stuck in those membranes. So it's it's part of that long playing, as you said, playing the long game here. Yeah, and that's that's something I had overcome with my personal health journey. I mean, I ate seed oils for 15 years. What do you when you go lactose intolerant and you need butter? What do you buy? You buy Earth Balance and Smart Balance and all these blends of vegetable oils, and it's just it's just awful. Um, I mean, it it took me two years to get my cholesterol numbers back because what seed oils do um, is they're going to lower your I mean, they, they, they lower everything. They lower your HDL, they lower your LDL, which is what the medical community wants because we think that cholesterol has uh, anything to do with heart attacks, which it really doesn't. And if go, go read all about Dave Feldman. I mean, there, there are people who have debunked this that you just, you don't know of unless you look for them. Um, and, and once you truly understand cholesterol's role in the body, it has nothing to do with what's happening. But anyway, these seed oils lower everything. So I... You know, I had super low cholesterol and you wonder why I was tired and I had low testosterone. Hmm. Interesting. Where now my HDL is in the fifties and it's fantastic. My LDL is like 160. It's I've got a beautiful three to one ratio to what Dr. Kate wants. I mean, I wish my LDL were, or I'm sorry, I wish my HDL was 80. 
um, working on it, but I got to get all these oils out of my system and it's just taking time. Mm. So Charlie, I've noticed I have um, stopped brushing my hair for quite a while now, uh, six or eight months. I just leave it dry naturally. But I notice I get lots of, if I pull my hair, I get lots of bits of hair in my in my hand. And I mentioned this to my hairdresser who said, not to worry, your hair falls out. Your hair is in fantastic condition. Just keep doing what you're doing. But what we often hear that hair loss is a byproduct of um, doing keto. So how does collagen help with hair? Well, the, the short answer is that hair is made of collagen. Um, and, and usually where, where a keto diet can have its, uh, I don't want to say downfall because I'd rather people be keto than not, but keto puts the emphasis on the macronutrient fat. So you're talking 80, 90% of your diet is fat, um, which is awesome. However, what you're missing out in that is protein. And I think that it just as a world, we are chronically under eating protein. Um, I mean, protein is the building block of our bodies. It, it, it starts a different uh, pathway of, of everything. Um, you know, referencing Ted Naiman, it's, it's, it's not energy. Fat's energy. Your brain needs fat to function. However, your scalp needs collagen to continue to grow hair. And if you're just getting your protein from, you know, a whey protein supplement or a boneless, skinless chicken breast, or even cheese, because uh, cheese has a good amount of protein in it, you're, you're, you're missing out on collagen. Because um, even that bone-in ribeye, it's only about three or 4% collagen, that whole steak, everything else is, is not. Um, and, and we believe that the body, when it sees um, animal protein, muscle meat, when you're eating that, or, you know, the protein the casein whey that's in cheese, your body sees that and goes, okay, let's go fix and repair muscle. And let's go, let's go build the body um, in, in a couple different ways. When it sees collagen in a specific peptide chains that can't be found anywhere in nature. Um, so I, I'm sorry, it can't be found anywhere in nature outside of the animal world. The, in those peptide chains, what a peptide chain is, is just a couple of amino acids linked together. So you're talking glucine, uh, glucine, glycine, leucine, hydroxylproline, hydroxylpycine, um, that, that, that the collagen has that other products just don't. And when the body sees that specific peptide chain, it goes, Ooh, this is different. Let's go fix and repair connective tissue as opposed to muscle and other things. So that's, that's why your elbow starts feeling better. That's why your skin looks better. That's why your hair grows faster. And if you're prior, if you're, if you're doing nothing but eating sticks of butter all day, every day, you're probably going to have a super fast mind. You know, you're probably going to feel good because you're not going to have just the excess sugar everywhere. There's no vegetable oils. You've cut out processed grains, but what you're missing out is that collagen protein. And it's that specific reaction to the, the body saying, let's go fix and repair and make more connective tissue. Um, that's at least why we think collagen should be a, its, its own food group. I wish we had carbs, fat, protein, and collagen. <laughs> Maybe you'll create that food group. Maybe. We'll see, right? <laughs> so clearly this is an animal product. How do you respond to, obviously, you know, maybe the, the demands, the consumer demands from, you know, vegetarian and vegans? 
Yeah, we've we've written a couple of articles on our website about that too. And I get that question probably once a week because I handle customer service for us just because I like to. I like to interact with the customer. Um, and it's a simple answer. There's no such thing as vegan collagen. Um, are they going to create this vegan sludge made of soybean at some point that has the same amino acid profile of collagen that they make in a lab? Probably. Um, just because that's that's what we do um, as as humans. If we see something and we want to fix it, and there's money there, we're going to fix it. But it's it's there's that's exactly what it would be. It would just be this vegan sludge. Um, you you don't you get collagen from animal bones and skin and their tendons and ligaments. So if somebody is vegan, I'd probably beg and plead with them. Like you can cheat on your vegan diet by taking collagen, um, but if they don't want to do that, I I, I understand and I. I've seen all those videos. I've seen the food rules. I've read um, the China study. I've, I've done my homework. I went vegan for six weeks just to see what it would do. And I lost 28 pounds and looked like I was about to die. <laughs> so it, uh, I've, I've, I, I don't hate it though, because for some people it works and like, I just, I'm all for health. So if somebody wants to be vegan, more power to you, I would tell you then, you got to prioritize protein and supplement with brown rice protein or pea protein. Please stay away from soy protein because the estrogen levels are off of the chart when it comes to that. Stick with brown rice. I think you'll be fine. Um, but like get 50 to 100 grams a day. That's a lot. Um, and it's just a lot of work being being a vegan. So I, mean, I, I respect I respect vegans. Um, I, I'm, I'm all for their choice. They're putting health as a priority, unless they're eating like Krispy Kreme and donuts and Oreos all day, which, you know, these companies are marketing as vegan. It's hysterical. Kim Kardashian with the Kit Kat, like, hmm, really? We all can see through that. But, um, you know, so short answer, like, no, there's no such thing. Long answer. Let's talk about why, like, especially if you're a vegetarian um, and you can have certain animal products. Um, let me tell you about the fact that we do use grass-fed cows and they are free-range chickens and they are wild-caught fish. And we're actually taking byproducts of the meat industry that would typically just be thrown away. We're taking it and creating another product. So we are that, that sustainable, rejuvenating company. I mean, heck, we don't even buy shipping uh, bubbles for our packages. We reuse them because we're trying to be the green company. So if someone's being vegan to save the world, you should actually support our company because we're trying to do the same thing. Um, however, if you're strict, no, I'm never eating an animal. We're just not the right company for you. Mm. But again, that's that's exactly what we were saying. You know, you you do you keto. You know that that's completely fine. And there are keto, you know, vegans and vegetarians. And as you said, it's about the quality sources of those proteins that they need to obviously prioritize, given that they can't or choose not to. Um, source that from from animal products mm -hmm. bingo so how can people find you online in social media yeah uh our our website is cb supplements uh it's a horrible name uh cb for charlie bales that's what happens when you start a company and you're not a marketing guy uh, and you buy the website domain and you know whatever and we're still here cb yeah. supplements <laughs> um there's a, uh, my web, my email is charlie at cbsupplements.com. Anybody that can email me. We're on all the socials at CB supplements. Um, I'm on them personally as well. Just my initials CE Bales. And, um, you know, I'd love to hear from anybody. I'm on LinkedIn. I think I'm hysterical on Twitter sometimes. 
Um, so just reach out to me. And uh, I, I answer, if you go on our website and you click our support button to email us, who do you think is going to answer it? Me. So <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty easy to get a hold of. It just might take me a day or two because we're growing and we get a lot of emails now. Excellent. I really love that personal touch. So with all your your newfound wisdom from your journey, if you can distill that into three top tips, please. I would love to, and I won't, I'll just, I'll just I'm just going to name them because I think we've killed them to death over this past hour or so. Um, so the first one is just avoid vegetable oil at all costs. Um, and those, those are the three C's, the three S's, um, rice bran and grapeseed, you know, just stick with olive and avocado and coconut, uh, and then animal fats. Um, the second one is just don't forget about protein, which the keto, the keto police really are the ones who forget about protein. Like uh, our bodies are made of protein. Collagen is the most abundant protein in the body. When you're looking at somebody, you're looking at water, gas, and collagen. So just don't, don't forget that, that like, could we live life just sustained on only fat? Sure. I think so. But I think you're going to live a better life if you prioritize protein as well. Um, And then the third one is don't forget about collagen, that specific kind of protein. Um, And again, get it from food. Don't buy our product. Drink bone broth. Drink it every day. Uh, Buy meat on the bone. Eat the whole animal. Um, If you want to buy our product, cool. We're here. We're here for that. We have options. Um, But I'll leave it at those three. Brilliant. Thank you so much. That's, yeah, I think we have actually sort of, you know, distilled that that right down, those very important messages about prioritising our health. And that sort of certainly resonates with not only, you know, the consistent things. So we won't have the keto police on our tail tonight um, so or today, which is really reassuring that we are all singing from the same same song sheet. So, um, yeah, thank you very much, Charlie, for your time today. Yeah, thank you. Thank, thank you. you so much for having me. And if, if any of your listeners want to purchase the product, um, we did create a discount code. Uh, it's the name of y'all show, Fabulously Keto. So if they type that in, it'll, it'll take five bucks off. Again, it, that's primarily for the United States and Canada, your listening base. Um, but if someone outside of those countries wants the product, email me and we'll see if we can figure it out. Cause really we're not, we're not looking to make money. Um, we just, we need, we can't lose money. If to ship it to you somewhere else in the world, just email me and we'll see if we can work it out. But again, that discount code fabulously keto. Great. It's very thank generous. You. Yeah, thank you. Well, Jackie, we had a great conversation with, with Charlie and it was so good to be able to, you know, hear, the benefits, the nutritional benefits of why we should be incorporating more collagen into into our diet. Definitely, because as I said before, when I've taken it, I haven't noticed any benefits. So, and it seems, you know, you have to be careful with supplements that you're not just creating expensive pee. So it's good to know that my body would be using those. So I definitely plan on continuing with that. But it's also interesting that he reminded us that it's not just that one type, that there are many types. Maybe you didn't notice that you, you know, any benefit because you were taking only one type. But with Charlie's product, obviously being more than one, that he is able to incorporate 
greater benefit in, in you know, incorporating collagen into mm. a diet as a supplement. So the first time I took it, I was taking um, collagen one and three. Then I took collagen two because I actually don't really like take drinking the powder. So I bought these tablets, but they were only collagen two. And then the next time I started after that, I think I was just taking bovine. So that would only have been type one, maybe one and three. So now, you know, with Charlie's help, as I said, I've now got a five collagen supplement. So getting an all round cover. But the good thing being in Bangkok is I can eat my collagen because obviously everything, you know, really on the street or, you know, with the, the meat that it comes in typically with a bone. So things aren't necessarily filleted here. So certainly I can get chicken on the bone. I can get some pork, you know, ribs and bone, those sorts of things. So, um, yeah. And again, having recently just found some keto supermarkets and stores and cafes, so I will, you know, take take a great opportunity to be able to find maybe some supplements if I can find that here. Mm. I've noticed. Well, what I've one of the things I've been doing is when we have, say, for example, roast lamb, and it's usually a shoulder of lamb. There's always, you know, you've always got that bit that you can't get off the bone. Well, I now take the huge bone and put it on my plate and I chew round it and I make sure I'm chewing round the collagen and I'm scooping the bone marrow out of the bones and so I'm getting all that and also if I do I don't eat a lot of chicken anymore but if I do I do always get those crunchy bits of collagen and mm. and also tin salmon I eat, make sure I yes. eat the bones well I can go down the street and then the gnarly little bits of knobs of the, like the parson's nose are actually on a stick, you know, charcoal grilled. So, um, yeah, there's something to be said about sort of perhaps local, local food, local cuisines. And because it is nose to tail, so it is all sort of gnarly and gristly. So I'm actually, mm. I think I'm okay. Well, for now. Anyway, Jackie, just remind us where the show notes for Charlie's episode. So the show notes will be at fabulouslyketo.com forward slash podcast forward slash zero four zero. Right. And let's not forget about, for the listeners, the the promotion code. So that will be on the show notes as well. But just to remind you, it's Fabulously Keto as for the discount code. It would be great if you could support us through Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash fabulously keto and you can choose the monthly amount you wish. Can you recommend a guest we can interview? If you can, click on the link in the show notes to send us your recommendation. Would you like to join our Facebook group? Search for Fabulously Keto on Facebook. Our Facebook page is called Fabulously Keto and you can follow us there. Or you can follow us on Twitter. Our handle is Fabulously Keto. Or follow us on Instagram, Fabulously Keto 1. Did you enjoy the show? Let us know you listened by tagging us in your Insta story or Instagram post using the handle Fabulously Keto 1 and the hashtag TFKP. All the links are on the website and in the show notes. 
If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, click the subscribe button. Reviews help us to be found and reach new listeners. Please leave a review of our show on your preferred podcast listening platform. We appreciate you taking the time and read them all. Disclaimer. The information in this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. Nothing in this podcast can be taken as advice. Whether our guests are doctors, healthcare professionals or not, they're only sharing their own opinions and stories and this does not constitute a doctor-patient relationship. It's always best to seek professional medical advice should you wish to make any changes to your current medication or treatments. Also speak to your own doctor if you have any concerns about your health or you wish to make lifestyle changes, especially if you're taking medication.